in the in the likelihood of an increase in unemployment across um parts of the globe what can we be doing now um to well to support some of that <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned that because i was speaking to a friend the other day and we were talking about a, a scripture um Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things related to finance. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Peter, I'm very well. I'm very good. So much is going on uh, around the economy. Um, this conversation we're about to have is actually very timely. Um, so much to think about. Um, and on a personal level as well, um, I've got so much going on as most of our listeners probably know. I am in the process of doing some uh, wedding planning. So yeah, a lot's going on, a lot to think about, uh, but we thank God. Come on, come on, come on. And I don't know um, if you've actually officially announced it, but um, a massive congratulations on that and a shout out to the missus, the wife-to-be as well, man. Come on, come on, come on. Um, <laughs> but but no, nah, uh, Jax, absolutely. Um, it is a strange time um, that we're in, um, a very strange time and quite a topical discussion we're about to have um, for both of ourselves to sharpen, both of ourselves, but also for our listeners. So on that note, a massive shout out to our listeners all over the world we appreciate you we are grateful for all the support that you show us through commenting liking um, subscribing and sharing um this content that we have here on the woke finance podcast so Jax, just to provide a bit of context i mean goes without saying the current economic climate we are in it's quite dire for most and we see all sorts of stuff going on in the news depending on the, the um well depending on where we are in the world um Today, um, we are in May 2022, towards the end of May, um, and we're getting reports of a lot of things happening, man. The cost of living crisis is just going up and up, man. Um, Inflation is just smashing it, hitting records. Um, Interest rates are going up. Um, There's predictions of unemployment rates going up over the next months to a year um, at a drastic rate, um, which was um, repetitive of what we saw back in the 2008 global crisis. Um, Jax, a few episodes ago, ago, hopefully you remember, but I believe it was episode 64, um, we done an episode called Preparing for a recession in 2022 so this year and we just spoke a lot about what can we do um to actually be proactive um to respond to what's going on and now Jax I mean the news are saying it everyone is saying it we are pretty much almost inevitably heading for a recession what are your thoughts man (laughs) yeah I think I think it's pretty pretty interesting and uh just for any new listeners of the Walk Finance podcast, anyone that may have missed that episode, I would uh, obviously employ you to go and have a listen. Um, but just to give a formal kind of um, definition of a recession, it's essentially where we have two successive months, sorry, two quarters of negative growth. So two successive quarters of negative growth. Uh, the way to understand that is six months of negative growth where the economy is going backwards. Um, and that's essentially what every session is. And of course, sometimes we uh, may miss a quote it for a, a crisis or, or something like that. Um, it's true that every crisis usually comes with a recession, but not every recession is a crisis. Um, but it is very, very important to um, understand that recessions do occur. And they do come with consequences. 
um, and it is very, very important for um, those who are intentional, those who are proactive, to be aware of it uh, and to prepare for it. So in terms of kind of assessing whether we are in, in a recession, we would not know yet because we, we wouldn't need to wait for the numbers. But usually, remember, a lot of economic numbers um, are backwards looking. So the chances are, like Peter said, uh, we are probably already in one, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we will, we will only officially know when 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 uh, the numbers come out. No, absolutely. But, yeah. And um, just even as of today, um, there was a report that um, the US in particular reported um, for the latest quarter to date um, of uh, in terms of GDP at minus one point five percent if i remember correctly um mm. but just on that uh jacks when we talk of recession it feels like this is very u.s centric does it mean if if there's a recession in u.s does it mean the whole world is in a recession what, tell us a bit more about that so yeah not necessarily of course recessions are per per economy um but like we know um or we should know is the u.s is usually the leading economy whatever happens in the u.s normally uh, transcends into the global economy. And we do live in a global economy. We do have a lot of globalization that has taken place over many years. So, you know, when we hear of recessions and things taking place, particularly in the US, chances are it's going to affect us here in the UK. Hmm. And talking of here in the UK, man, where, I mean, it seems like it's going on um, all over the, the world due to many reasons. Um, but we're, of course, seeing all sorts of things happening with uh, cost of living. Um, and people putting, you know, people put being put into a lot of financial hardships simply because, you know, we have a lot of us have fixed incomes, but the cost of living is literally just going higher and higher. And we're now being told that potentially there, you know, if, if we do go into recession, it is going to affect um, jobs and um, employment rates, so to speak. Um, we've spoken about how you can prepare for a recession as well, but Talk to us a bit more about a recession in general, because when, when we hear the word a recession, a lot of us are taken back to the likes of 2007 or 2008, when the whole big global recession took place. But <laughs> since then, I think we've had one or two, including um, what happened in pandemic in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so again, it, it really comes down to understanding um, the kind of extent of the recession. So you know, uh, 2008, you know, that was a, a crisis and, you know, some recessions last longer. So you may have uh, where's what some people might call a deep recession. Um, so, yeah, there are, you know, there are different types of recessions and some can last longer. Some could be more aggressive. Some have uh, kind of heavier impacts on individuals um, in terms of employment, in terms of consumptions. But, yeah, you know, I think um, on a, on a, more personal level, you know, when I look at a recession and I, and I think about what, what are the main negative impacts, I think the first one that comes to my mind is, 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 is the increase in unemployment. Mm. Um, and of course, it's also important to know what caused the recession in the first place. Now, if companies um, and businesses who are employing people are not making as much money as they used to, which obviously is captured in the measure of uh, GDP, which is the measure of um, how the economy is growing or not growing, um, one of the first things they do is they try to cut costs, mm. you know. Um, and when you look at a company's uh, financials, you find that some of the biggest, uh, if not the biggest, kind of cost to a business is the pay that they pay employees. Mm. Salaries, yeah. Salaries, yeah. So 
Um, that's why usually uh, recession is followed by um, an increase in unemployment, where people that want to work, um, have the ability to work, actually don't get work <laughs> and don't work. And I think that's what's very, very uh, detrimental about recessions. And of course, this affects uh, you know, families, it affects individuals. Um, and I think it's very important to be mindful of that, um, that it can happen and it can happen to anybody. Many people lost their jobs in the deep recession, the great recession of 2008. So it's very important that we, we think about it really and think about what it can affect, how it can affect us. Of course, um, you may not even lose your job, but it could be like, like Peter just said, you may not get a raise. Mm. right whilst uh inflation is skyrocketing skyrocketing um so the cost of living the cost of you know the things that you buy just to survive on a day-to-day basis is getting more expensive um your, your salary is not increasing and of course your your employer has no incentive mm. to increase the cost of their balance sheet you know the cost of their um input sorry it, it doesn't make sense for them because they're not making as many profits as they used to in fact yeah. you're costing them so yeah, it's something I really, really need to think about um, and to put kind of contingencies in place if we face the unfortunate circumstance of potentially losing um, our primary source of income. No, absolutely. And let's let's talk about some of those contingencies before we move on to other things we might see in a, a recession. You know, we we know, let's be, we know that unemployment is is most, is very likely. Um, and we always talk about, you know, emergencies. Emergencies happen. It's about what we can do to, to be, uh, well, to m- mitigate some of the risks associated with those emergencies. So in the, in the likelihood of an increase in unemployment across um, parts of the globe, what can we be doing now um, to, well to support some of that <laughs> it's interesting you mentioned that because i was speaking to a friend the other day and we were talking about a, a scripture um and the scripture talks about looking to the ant mm. um and how he he or she gathers uh, his food and in, yeah. in, 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 the, in the times where things are good and i think that's a very very important thing important message for us to remember um of course your question is now and things have already started going pear-shaped <laughs> but i think it's important that going forward as as uh people that are proactive and intentional with our finances whenever we go through periods of good uh economics um like we have since the financial crisis um prior to of course the, the global pandemic it's important that you know we actually save <laughs> um and peter used the word emergencies we, we often speak about our steps to financial independence and one of those things is of course having an emergency you know fund in place um, you may not want to call it an emergency fund. Uh, you might want to call it a contingency fund or cash reserve or your rainy day money. But you need something as your umbrella for when it rains. And trust me, recessions is a whole lot of rainy days. Mm. So um, I think one of the things that people can do is, um, especially if they're still working now, is to really look at their budget. Good budgeting is at the heart of all good financial planning. So look at the budget, um, see where they can make potential adjustments. Um, and see if you can increase your savings rate and actually increase your cash buffer Mm. so that, you know, if, you know, we go through periods where things are quite difficult, you can actually still sleep at night um, because you've got that that umbrella to cover you from the rain, from the storm. Hmm. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And what else can people be doing whilst working, thinking of, you know, 
should someone and as you said like in in a in a in quite a deep session anyone can lose their job at, at any time regardless of how you know skilled or well paid you are what can people be doing um in addition to their day job right now to prepare for maybe what if that time does come yeah i mean uh so there, there are many things you can do um and you actually mentioned one thing of course everyone everyone can lose their job you know it doesn't matter um who you are but to some extent it does as well <laughs> um and what i mean by that is um, we, and we talk about it on world finance as well. You know, we always want to be more valuable. Mm. We always want to uh, produce and, and, and add value where we can. And so one of the things that I think people can do prior to any, you know, phase of recessions and that kind of stuff is always to see how they can be more valuable, mm. how they can increase their skill set. So, you know, we, we, we call it here on world finance career maximization. Mm. you know um your, your company or the company that employs you if you are someone who's employed needs to value you so much needs to value so much so that you're hard to let go of regardless of a recession mm. i think that's what i'm trying to get at mm. so there's that that element and in that element as well especially if one of the causes of of a recession could be um inflation going a bit out of hand i think it's important to have those discussions those conversations with your employer because it's not every company that suffers in a recession. Um, some companies still, still, you know, produce some profit. Mm. Um, and if you are someone who can command an increase in, in salary, at least in line with inflation, then I think you should do so. Mm. I think it's important to have that conversation and to be confident to have that conversation. Um, and I also think finding alternative sources of income outside of your employment is also important. Mm. So at World Finance, we talk about having side hustles, um, things that you can produce that also bring value to the world that you can charge um, a fee for. I think if you can think about some of those things, you should. There's another way to diversify um, your income streams. We talk about multiple streams of income. Yeah, we don't just say it for fun. Uh, and we don't just have multiple streams of income to be rich. It's a form of protection as well. Mm. Um, so that if the unfortunate circumstance comes where you do lose your primary source of income, the one that brings in probably the most money, you still have something to fall back on, mm. especially if you have like an emergency fund in the, in the first place. If you have an emergency fund and a side hustle, that's a pretty decent buffer mm. to take you through the storm, I guess. Love it. Love it. No, thank you for that, Jax. Um, and when you mentioned uh, Be Like That and I just had a brainwave. One of my close uh, guys literally just delivered a Bible study on that, actually, Proverbs 6, uh, 6. Um, yeah, I'm just about being like the ant man. It's just amazing when you study the ways of this tiny creature, tiny but effective, resourceful, um, innovative creature. So, no, thank you for that, Jax. I like that word. I think you picked up on a very key word, which is resourceful. Mm. I think everybody, you know, God has put value in everybody. So, everybody can use what God has put inside of them to generate an income. Mm. I think sometimes when we talk about income or money, people, you know, especially people of, of the faith, sometimes, you know, shy away from the conversation. Mm. Um, but, you know, remember that money is just an exchange of value. Hmm. So when someone pays you uh, cash, uh, it's just them giving you a currency to say thank you for the value that you bring. Mm. Um, and that's, that's really important. And so, you know, to, to earn more, you need to find ways to help more people. Hmm. you know to service more people to bring some sort of value to people and i think that's a great thing 
Love it. No, thank you for that, man. Um, and, and I think it's so important to really discuss how one can prepare because this isn't this particular episode isn't about, you know, saying, oh, no, a recession's coming. I'll start to panic. No, it's more around what can we do as a community, as people on this journey to be the best prepared for what comes um, and just navigate our way through life. I mean, whatever comes, it's not going to be permanent. But what can we do to 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 overcome that temporary you know um that temporary knock so to speak yeah very 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 important pr and i guess you know i do see you know, quite on you know social media you know a lot of fear mongering um, you know it, yeah. recession is here and uh you know everyone's gonna become broke and it's, it's not really like that and in That's fact it. potentially maybe peter we may want to do uh, an episode on the benefits of a recession because yeah, yeah. there are opportunities in recessions and so much can happen uh, for you if you are prepared Mm. And, and woke there i say it um so yeah you know when, this is not to scare anybody and the truth is you know we, we believe potentially we are probably in a recession but chances are when we look at the actual um numbers we may still miss it mm. um if we go through a, a month like next month if it's you know a, a very solid month uh, mm. globally uh, so gdp wise we may miss that negative growth you know, even if we can remember, even if we get a 0.01%, mm. <laughs> that's that's not negative growth. So we may miss it. Remember that the re- recession is a, you know, it's a technical term. Um, but what we are more concerned about is not just the term recession. Mm. It's more about just people being very aware of what's happening in the economy that they reside mm. and how they can uh, position themselves effectively, tactically to uh, not only protect themselves, but also to benefit. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Opportunities, man. Um, brilliant, man. We've spoken about unemployment. Um, for our listeners, I guess, I mean, there's loads of things we can expect to see in a so-called recession, but what are some of the other things that we might see in a recession? Yeah, so um, usually what happens in a recession, people um, may also be afraid to spend. Mm. So it's a bit... Uh, somewhat contradictory to what I've just said. Of course, yes, manage your personal finances um, and make sure you, you know, you have savings in place. Mm. Um, And you should also think about how you, you know, manage your assets as well. Um, Your asset allocation Mm. during recessions, um, it's important to understand that highly risky assets usually fall quite aggressively. Um, So again, for those that are investors, um, and those that may have a significant part of their net worth in um, assets, particularly financial assets like stocks, uh, equities, uh, and bonds, um, to be aware that you may see a lot of volatility during this period. And the chances are, if you're listening to this to, to this episode, uh, you've probably already experienced it and seen it mm-hmm. in the financial markets, in the stock market um over the past year or so mm. so um during recessions that that can can continue and it can get worse um it's important to understand that and so i always encourage people to be aware of their asset allocation and to always always marry that off with the objectives the time frames and the ability and willingness to take risk but also to remember, and also to remember that your ability and willingness willingness to take risk can change. Mm. 
especially during a recession. And so if you are actively managing your portfolio, you may want to actively adjust your asset allocation to be less risky. Mm. Again, you may want to be more in cash. So you might want to build more cash and be less in, let's say, uh, growth stocks that are very highly valued. You know, that might not mean much to someone who doesn't understand valuations. But for someone who's buying stocks and the companies that you're buying um, have never made a profit before, Mm. these are usually the ones that get hit the hardest during recessions or Mm. even periods preceding recessions. And I will also say sometimes during the recession, before the recession has even ended, though the opposite side, stocks can go up, Hmm. right? And it can be quite strange to see that. Why are stocks going up during a recession? Well, it's because the financial markets are usually, especially the stock market, are usually forward-looking, mm-hmm. um, discounting um, uh, machines. And so, again, it's just really important to understand this. Don't, don't, don't get too confused <laughs> during this period if you are a new investor, particularly. For someone who joined the financial markets in 2020, you probably experienced stuff already. You are going to experience more stuff that may not make, it make sense to you. And that's okay. But within that, just make sure you feel safe with what you have invested in. What's the worst thing an investor can do during this time? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of bad things that, that you could do as an investor during any time, but I could already guess where you're trying to get at. <laughs> the, the worst thing uh, an investor can do is to sell their assets um, because it's gone down. That's the, it's, you know, uh, Warren Buffett said it's just dumb. You know, you said you don't do dumb things. Um, and, and again, we say that, but a lot, a lot of it just comes down to the lack of education mm. and understanding. Um, what I would say is, remember, when you buy stocks, when you buy equities, you are buying shares in real businesses. And yes, those businesses have real fundamentals. It could be that during the recession, those fundamentals do drop. Right. So the companies may not be as profitable as they used to be. So it is actually quite right for the share price to come down. However, always remember that when it comes to stock prices, these are just bids. What do I mean? The share prices that you see um, on your stocks that you own is the stock market telling you what it's willing to pay you today for the shares that you own. And so, and I, and I learned this at an intelligent investor, a book by Benjamin Graham I read many years ago. Didn't finish it, to be honest. That book is very technical, but there are some things that I did gain from it. It's a huge book. And funny enough, as we recorded this, I could see it on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> 600 pages. Goodness. So. But, you know, it's, there are just bids. It's just the stock market telling you, you know, what price they, it's willing to buy the shares back off you for. And so if you're not happy with the price, you don't have to sell. And unfortunately, that's what people do. It's like when you buy a, a real asset, a, a um, tangible asset, like property. If you buy for 100K and somebody comes and offers you 50K, why would you sell it at 50K unless you're desperate for cash? You bought it for 100K. You believe it was worth 100K. Why are you selling it for 50K? You won't. However, because the financial markets are more liquid, it's more of a standardized um, and centralized market that shows you what we call road time pricing. 
many, many people stare at their accounts, see the bids, mm. panic, and sell at these low prices because they think it's going to go down. And that's the wrong thing to do. Every single time, um, and I say this cautiously, but I'm quite, I'm quite sure this is true. Every time we've gone through downtimes, the stock market has always recovered, mm. <laughs> especially if we're looking at the right proxy. So let's let's use the S&P 500. Yeah. That's the main proxy. I know there's been periods where um, the stock market in Japan has been struggling for quite a while, mm. but let's use the S&P 500 as the main benchmark. Every time it's gone down, it has recovered. And in fact, mm. every time it's gone down, that has been an opportunity to make money. Mm. So we keep that in mind. You know, we learn from history. We know that past performance does not guarantee future performance. And of course, at World Finance, we do not provide any form of financial advice. We don't tell you what to do. We don't recommend any stocks. We can give you our opinions, but we focus on providing education and guidance. So use this as a a way to, you know, trigger your thoughts, go back, do the research, understand what's going on, learn more and make better decisions. Love it, love it. And that's a lot of history that you, you were referring to, which includes the Great Depression, just a couple world wars and stuff. Um, <laughs> just a couple. You know, just a couple, but no, absolutely. And as you said, the stock market has pr- proven to recover um, if it was using the S&P, uh, S&P 500 as an example. Um, thank you very much for that, Jack. So we're going to take this opportunity to just take a breather there. Um, for our listeners tuning in, if you haven't done so, tune into our last couple of episodes, episode 79 and 80, which is called Ruth's Property Investing Journey, where we have Ruth, a special guest speaker who joined us recently to talk to us a bit about her property investment um, journey um, and how she got to build um, her portfolio to six different types of properties. As she shares, she's, uh, she uh, gives an open account, you know, of how was the journey, the strategy she used. And she also asks the, answers the question, has it really been worth it? What has been some of the challenges, the successes? And most importantly, what is her end goal? Uh, what is the end goal all of this? So it was, yeah, it was quite an interesting um, session. I don't know how you found it, Jax. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was an honor to um, bring Ruth um, onto the podcast. Ruth is someone that um, um, I met a couple of years ago. Um, she reached out to me. Again, you can tell by her attitude that she's quite proactive and intentional. She wanted to learn more about the stock market and that kind of stuff. So a couple of years down the line to bring her onto the World Finance podcast was very interesting. And yeah, funny enough, I had never really asked her all the details of her uh, property investment journey. So it was actually very uh, interesting to have an authentic conversation recorded as a podcast uh, for our listeners to engage and learn from as well absolutely absolutely so do make sure you check that one out if you haven't and as ever Jax you know we like to give a shout out to City to a city where we're getting new listeners from and today we're going to give a shout out to a city called Olomouc which is a city in Czech Republic if I haven't pronounced it correctly I apologize, but regardless, a massive shout out to our listeners in Olomouc. <laughs> As I said, I don't think you ever pronounce anything properly, <laughs> but I hope you have. Um, Czech Republic, that's amazing. I've been, um, I've actually um, never been there. Um, growing up, one of my favorite footballers was from the Czech Republic. Um, his name was Nedved, I believe. Um, great midfielder. 
was thinking of uh, Thomas Rosiski, but go on. <laughs> well, as a Manchester United fan, <laughs> um, no, to be honest, Rosiski was a pretty good footballer. Um, I think he's one of the top players. I, I don't actually think he um, uh, reached the heights that he should have. Um, he could have, sorry, I think, yeah, yeah, I think he was a great footballer. But yeah, Czech Republic, amazing country. Um, we'll love to visit it one day. I think my dad has been there before. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, massive shout out to listeners over there and all over the world, man. Think of, you know, what episodes like this, um, how how it can impact uh, those around you, those in your circle, and even yourself if to listen it over and over again, however it benefits you, and just share it. You never know the impact that it has when you share it out on social media. You never know who's listening. So keep doing um, your thing and supporting us in that way. Um, Jax, let's uh, start to wrap up, but is there anything else that comes to mind um, when it comes to a recession? You said, you know, we spoke about unemployment. We spoke about, you know, people funding us, obviously spending less. Um, what else comes to mind? Yeah, I, I guess the key thing to always remember is there are many, many um, consequences and, and, and things that cause a recession in the first place. So, you know, we try not to get too hung up on uh, fear um, and being scared and, you know, uh, making irrational decisions out of fear. Um, and, and to be really honest, I think, generally speaking, prior to recession, you should be prepared anyway. Mm. Um, you know, I work finance, we're all about being proactive and intentional. So, you know, um, prior to that, we've always said you should have an emergency fund. Um, you should always pay attention to your asset allocation. You should always find ways to uh, try and pay down any aggressive debt and that kind of stuff. Mm. So, um, you know, you shouldn't be scared. Um, and I think it's important to understand that there are most definitely opportunities during recessions for those who were prepared. Mm. Um, and likely myself and Peter will do an episode on that um, to mm. provide more value. Brilliant, brilliant. And, you know, with um, if we are already in a recession and it continues for a little while, we'll, this is a conversation that we'll just continue to have because there's so much stuff we can touch on. But you don't need to really go into it. Everything right now, let's do it as time progresses as well. And we just sort of keep a watchful eye over what's going on in the economy. Um, obviously, for those that are in uh, dire circumstances, um, there's probably other things that you probably are already aware of that you should be doing or can be doing. But there's loads of services out there um, and charitable organisations if you're here in the UK. And I'm sure in certain parts of the world as well where you can um you know get in touch to see how you can you know potentially increase your income um or have access to support whether that's from the government etc um so a quick google search would um of course um support you with that so we definitely encourage you to do that there's definitely no shame in asking for help um during any time but particularly in the times that we're going through um so yeah jacks man uh, I'm gonna let you go unless you had anything pressing that you wanted to close with. No, no, it's been it's been a good episode. Um, just hope that our listeners didn't think it was too doom and gloom. Um, it's just one of those things that we we speak about um, to just you know trigger our memories and trigger yeah. our thoughts to be prepared. I agree, man. I agree. It's all part of the journey, man. It's a temporary part of the journey. And, you know, it, it's part of the process, man. So in 10 years time, we can look back on it and say, you remember when we was talking about preparing for a recession and if by then, if another one's happening, like, yeah, we're more than ready for this one. Um, so now, thank you very much for your time, Jax. Really appreciate it as usual. And to our listeners, man, keep doing what you're doing. And remember all, stay, stay woke. woke.